Welcome to Rhema for Today. Well, I said what happened was that he rose up in me. I looked to him that was in me. He rose up in me. He rose up in me. And, and the Spirit of God, I didn't get up off that bed. The Spirit of God, you're talking about people falling under the power. You wait till you start getting them up. I mean, the Spirit of God lifted me up off the bed and set me on the feet. And I, I made this promise. I saw then, and I, as I was walking in this glory and this power, you see, and I wasn't even baptized in the Holy Ghost then. I saw this, that I had to make this dedication to God. I said, Lord, the longest day I live, I'll never push my body that far again. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The Believer's Authority. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, I want you to get that. Now, let's go on reading. We'll come back to that just in a minute. Now, in Ephesians 1.20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Now, the same verse which expresses the reviving of Christ expresses the reviving of his people. Now, notice Ephesians 2, 5, and 6. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus not only upon the head, but also upon the body, because body and head are one. You know, when you think of somebody, your friend, you don't, you know, maybe your friend's name's John or your friend's name's Mary. And when you think of your friend, you don't think, well, their head is named John, but the body's named Henry. <laughs> or if it's a woman, you think, well, their head's Mary, but the body is Susan. No, when you think of Susan or Mary or Henry or John, you think of head and body as one. Is that correct? See, that's what he's telling us here. We are the body of Christ. Christ is the head. We're all one. All of us are seated up there. Far above. That means we're above principality, might, dominion, and power. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. You see, lives will be revolutionized when we realize the authority that belongs to Christ belongs to each member of the body of Christ and is available to us. Now you see your mind don't want to accept that because you're, you've been brainwashed. We've been religiously brainwashed to the New Testament taught. We've been taught how miserable we are and we can't do anything. We don't have authority but Christ is powerful and he has the authority but we don't. And anything you can tell about you that's bad well you're ready to accept it but anything that's good you're not willing to accept it you see. Yeah, Christ is there all right. Yeah, he has the authority. Yeah, he's got it. Well, if he has, then we have. And if we don't, then he don't. Because we're the body and he's the head. Now notice 1 Corinthians 12, 12. For as the body is one, and as many members, and all the members of that one body, being many are one body, so also is Christ. What did he say? He said we're Christ. He's calling the body Christ. Isn't he? Now notice 1 Corinthians 12. That was 12th verse. Look at the 13th, 14th verse. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, 
and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. Verse 27. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. We looked at it before this. Look at it again now and we can get a better understanding of 2 Corinthians 6, chapter 14, 15 verses. Be you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? The believers call righteousness. The unbelievers call unrighteousness. And what communion hath light with darkness? The believers call light the unbelievers call darkness. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? The believer is called Christ because the church is Christ. The head and the body are one. Hallelujah. Belial. Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? The believer is called a believer. The infidel is called an unbeliever or an infidel. See, But I want you to get that, that the church is called Christ because that's who we are. Then if he's seated there, we're seated there the right hand of the Father. I want you to get that. Feed on it until you get it. Think on it until it becomes a part of your inner consciousness. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, But he that's joined to the Lord is one spirit. See, we are to share his authority. We are made to sit with him and share his throne now. Hallelujah, now. Now look at John 14, 12. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, what are the greater works? Well, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's just go ahead and do the works that he did first, and then we'll talk about the greater works. <laughs> because that's the way he put it. He said, The works that I do shall they do also, and greater works than these shall they do. So let's go ahead and be sure we're doing the works that he did first, and then we can go on to the greater. No use talking about the greater works if we're not doing the works he did. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Now, Let's go back to the verse we looked at real quickly now. I'm about to close. Here in Ephesians 6.12. We looked at it earlier. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Or, as the margin said, wicked spirits in the heavens. Now, remember that we've already read that these principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness in this world and so on that we have to do with that we're above them. Hallelujah to Jesus. You see, our combat with these things, we should come into remembrance of this fact that we have authority over them. Hallelujah to Jesus. And that we're seated with him. You see, evil spirits are rebel holders of authority. They are dethroned by Christ. Adam committed high treason. God made the world, made it for Adam. He made it for his man, Adam. He said, Adam, I give you dominion over all the work of my hands. Adam committed high treason, sold out to the devil. Adam was originally the God of this world. 2 Corinthians 4, 4 said Satan's the God of this world. Satan wasn't the God of this world to begin with. Adam was, but Adam had the legal right. He didn't have the moral right, but he had the legal right. And he committed high treason and sold us all out to the devil. But thank God Jesus came and dethroned the devil. Christ, you see, which is called the last Adam and is also called the second Adam. You'll find that in 1 Corinthians 15 chapter. That one verse he's called the last Adam and then the next verse he's called the second. 
the first man than the second man. Christ, the second Adam or the last Adam, became our substitute. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. We can dominate Satan. We have the authority over him. Now, we don't have the authority over human beings. I can't always make the devil leave you alone because you may want to buddy up with him. But I can make him leave me alone in my household alone. Amen. Other people, they get involved. And you can't, you can't exercise authority over human wills. God doesn't himself. If he did, he'd make everybody get saved today and we'd just go into the millennium tomorrow and wind this thing up. But God doesn't exercise authority over human wills and you can't exercise authority over human wills or human spirits either. And you can't exercise authority over evil spirits in other people unless they want to be helped. Are you listening to me? See, some people want it just like it is. And it's going to stay that way as long as they want it that way. Because they like it like that. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good about this. <laughs> Amen. It's absolutely the truth. Well, we, we need to realize that we have, we as individuals in our own lives and in our own family. See, you have authority in your family that you don't have in my family or my household. See, here's where it means. I don't have authority in somebody else's life. I don't have authority in somebody else's home. I don't have authority in somebody else's spiritual life either. If I did, I could make them all get saved. Now, if they're with me, if they're in my presence, in some areas I can dominate it. But when they get back on their own, they're on their own. The only way I can I'm dominate his finances is for him to turn his finances over to me. The only way I could rearrange the furniture in the house would be for him to turn it over to me. I said, brother, they can just do it any way you want to. I'll give you the authority. See what I mean? The same thing with spiritual. I don't know why we don't have as much sense when it comes to spiritual things as we do when it comes to natural things. And so now then, don't take this and run off with it and just go down the street casting the devil out of everybody you meet because you can't do that anyhow. They don't all want the devil out of them. <laughs> or even your fellow church member because if they didn't turn that authority over to you, you're not going to dominate it, see? The thing about it is in your own life and in your own household, you've got authority to exercise it there. You don't have authority over the devil out here in the world. He's got authority. He's got a right to be out there. He is the God of this world and he'll be the God of this world until Adam's lease runs out because he took up Adam's lease. Thank God when Adam's lease runs out, that'll be the end of him on the earth here as far as we're concerned. But as far as we're concerned, even now he can't dominate us even though he has a right to be here because Jesus came and defeated him for us and for the other people if they know it and accept it. Praise the Lord. I just can't make it any plainer than that. That's about as good as I can do. Now, we are in the world, but we're not of the world. We can dominate Satan. We do have authority over him because Jesus gave it to us. Now, we need to build these truths into our spirits. And the way we build them into our spirits is by thinking on them, meditating upon them, feeding upon them until they become a part of our inner being. Let's go back to that verse real quickly now in Matthew 28, 18 that we read before. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All authority, or all, all power, King James said, all authority, really is what he said, is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Authority on the earth is conferred upon us. All authority exercised on the earth must be exercised through the church because Christ in person is not here, his body is here, which is the church. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have a great offer that will help with that. All right, what do you got? I want to talk about this um, small book, Slimline, How to Turn Your Faith Loose. Uh, that's, that's one of Dad's classics. That's right. And I, I remember when we first came with the ministry. Right. And I began to read this book. And I will tell you what, it changed my life. It helped me to know how to turn my faith loose, right. uh, to believe for the things that I needed to believe for. And then... You, um, you had, you, you've been, you were a, a pastor's daughter, Pentecostal yes. pastor's daughter. You've been in this all your life. Mm -hmm. And yet... You, you didn't know didn't, some of these things. No, I did not. I didn't know how to release my faith. I'll say, this is a wonderful book. And then I, a CD by your dad, Christ the Deliverer. Yeah. And then, of course, the foundation of what everything has to be based on, the three CDs by your love. You know, I... Face firm, fame, firm foundation yes, it is. Yes, Because... Everything, it says faith works by love. Works by love. And so that's for a gift of $25 or more. I would encourage you to get that. It'd be a good Christmas gift. Yeah, it'd be a good Christmas gift for people. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this powerful series. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.